Hi, this is Marcus Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for Saturday, February 21st, 2015. And even though I can't stop this feeling, we're still putting the commute in commuter entertainment. That's not fun. It's not uh, fun for coffee. anyone. Coffee's a great way to start your day. Coffee is a great way to start. You know what I like to do with my coffee? <laughs> yeah, I do. I like to pour it directly onto my pants. Yeah, yeah. That's some people like to drink their coffee. Some people. Well, you know, that's not how I get my buzz. <laughs> I, uh, I want my coffee to wake me up, and I want it to that's wake. That's not thrilling enough, right? You got to threaten your nads with hot. Boiling water. I want it to wake me up by spoiling by spilling boiling hot coffee right on my crotch. Yeah, yeah. And crotchal region. You know, people gotta do what they gotta do to stay alive. Yeah. Get that sats per life, that joie de vivre. That thrill. That thrill. Some people go skydiving. You hot coffee on the nads. Yep, right on the fucking nads. So <laughs> I was gonna start the uh, show by Telling you that I'm, I'm too hot. Goddamn. Well, that's what the ladies have been saying for call years. The, call the police and the fireman. I'm too hot. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, what uh, brought that? Or hot dance. Slew of confidence on. Uh, listening to uh, Bruno Mars' Uptown Funk. I see. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's an okay song. Yeah. James Brownie. Very James Brownie. Uh, so, uh, what's going on? What's new? Uh, ah, well. Son of a dick. <laughs> it's fucking, I'm wet, I'm cold now. It's cold. It. <laughs> it's gone in the opposite it's no direction. Longer, it's no longer hot coffee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of cold, god damn, when will it break? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What, what's the temperature out right now? It's uh, five degrees. We started off with no degrees. We now have Temperatures five. come up a little bit. We now have five just five degrees to share amongst ourselves. Yeah. Divvy them out responsibly. Divvy them out. There's a lot of people living on those five degrees. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's been pretty fucking bitter. We haven't had a winter like this in a couple of years. It's just it's been, been a while. Cold, snowy, and bitter. You know. I was talking with your mom. It reminds me of winters when I was a kid. More. Yeah. You know? Well, and you know, like we didn't get a we didn't get a blizzard. You know, we haven't had a blizzard. You know, they were calling that 10 inches or whatever. We were going to get a blizzard. Yeah. We did not get a fucking blizzard. Yeah. You know what a blizzard is? Yeah, yeah. Three fucking four feet, you know, three or four feet of snow. Boston got a blizzard. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they got dumped on. We got, like, we got got snow. snow We got snow. It was was snowing. There was some snow. It accumulated on the ground. Well, I can't sort of... I guess it bothers me a little bit, but here we live in a place where, you know, except for the last couple of years, it fucking snows in the winter. It snows. It snows. It gets cold. It's cold. Right. Right? This is what winter's cold, about. Cold snow. Cold snow. I mean, I remember not seeing, you know, dirt on, you know, grass, like, you know, fields and stuff like that. Yeah. From... 
feels like November, late November, until May sometimes. Right. You know? Uh, and yet everybody's bitching and moaning. And here's the thing. They're also bitching and moaning about global warming. Yep. It seems like this would, they would, oh, there's the coppers and I'm going, uh, 55. Uh, <laughs> it's 50 there, right? Yeah. It is 50 there. Yeah. Doesn't seem to, yeah, if he was going to follow you, he'd be following you by now. Yeah. You good. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Woo! That would make a good okay, show. Maybe, huh? maybe it's a little longer. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I hear what you're saying about that. But I just like, you know, stop bitching. Can't, can't have it both ways. <laughs> can't be bitching about global warming and, and then, then complain about the snowfall. The cold. That's right. You want it cold, right? That's the direction we'd like to it to cold. move in. It's supposed to be cold. Uh, I don't know. I, and also, we live here in Vermont, and everybody knows what kind of weather we have here. So, this is our weather. You think we'll be able to get this global warming thing under control? And the planet, as I've said many times, will be fine with or without No, us. no, I understand. But, yeah, like, sure. do you think we'll survive the thing? Mm. Or do you think we'll be able to change it? Is there anything we can do? Well, that's a good question. Uh, I am not a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> well, neither am I. And I, But, I, you know, it really is a complicated question. It's complicated by the fact... That it's political? That it is so political, not just political. Every question is political to some degree, right? Sure. But this, this except question, for, because this question, except strikes, for what color underwear you wear, uh, that'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Yeah. So, but all but of a this, sudden, I'm a sexist. <laughs> <laughs> this question strikes at the heart of a very emotional, deep and emotional political question for some, which is progress, growth development right and, and that kind of thing and and capitalism and social you know like it goes to the heart of these very hey, uh, capitalism <laughs> so you know so it's it's really entangled because some people look at they look at global warming right as a, as a symptom of what they feel to be a corrupt uh, social order. Sure. You know, and if you can, you know, by whatever means, uh, tear down the social order, then then that's a good thing. And vice versa, you know, by contrast, <laughs> the people who, who, you know, like the social order or elements of the, you know, whatever elements of the social order, look at the specter of global warming right. as threatening that idea. Right. And they're both kind of right in ways. And neither of them really understand the full impact or consequences of their desires. But haven't they seen Neil deGrasse Tyson on the cosmos? <laughs> he explained it very clearly. He explained it in a way. Yeah. You know? That's true. But the thing is, is it's, it's just completely infused with politics, which means it's very, very difficult to get the truth about things from anyone. Right. So... Yes. So the whole thing is obfuscated. What from, is truth? Well, 
a whole other topic, but yeah, but but it is. It's very difficult to get good information. Sure. And and both sides, as I say that, are going. No, it's not. You can get good information. It's my information. But right, it's not. It's not so. It's not so. They both fucking fudge the reality. Okay. And they and. You know, I mean, it's easy to do because there are a lot. I do of, it all the time. Well, there are a lot of unknowns, right? There are a lot of, uh, of of sort of serious unknowns. Like we don't really know how the ocean deals over time with uh, absorbing CO two. Right. We have some ideas, and we have models where we think we can predict it, but. You know, we had models, similar models, showing us that we were going into an ice age in the 70s. Sure. You know, and they were wrong. They were flat out completely wrong. Right. Or at least so their new models would tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Right, okay. You know, so it's very, very sort of difficult to, to get to the heart of it. And, but there's, I mean, there's certainly some, some serious concerns you know, I mean, we don't want to pollute the air and the water, and and we don't want global warming if that's in fact, you know, eminent. Uh, but it's possible that the costs of uh, the costs of preventing it could be too great. Well, I I mean, you know, no, you know, nothing is too great in the sense that if the alternate is going to kill everyone, you know, so... Sure, yeah, like the alternate... The species either goes extinct or it doesn't. Yeah, right. Right. So, but, you know, it's very difficult to say to developing nations who have been starving for the last five decades and longer, some of them, uh, that they've got to shut down their engines of economy. Right. That are finally starting to feed them and bring them into the modern world and allow them to have all the toys that the Western world and developed nations have. iPhone 6 Pluses? Sure, exactly. Exactly. You're going to go tell someone in uh, Beijing that... Uh, you have to shut down your coal plant. You know, so it's it may, it's very... And, and, you know, and they look at you with your iPhone 6 and they're like... <laughs> Easy for you to say, dick. Yeah, right. Exactly, <laughs> kind of. Right? So, and plus, I mean, it probably means it's not just that. It's not just not moving in and, and having a bunch of toys. Sure. It, it's also feeding people, and, you know, the way we farm and the way we, you know. Yeah. So, and, you know, the way the Brazilians are merrily clear-cutting forests for both agriculture and mining. Right. So, it's very difficult to tell them to suddenly stop that and go back to eating nuts and berries. Would you please <laughs> quit <Which> it? <laughs> yeah. And you know, nut, your nuts and berries are fine for you. Yeah. You know, uh, we'll be over here. Uh, we figured out how to do everything with solar we'll panels. Don't worry here. about us. We'll be over here watching The Voice. Right. And you go back to your hut. Right. Yeah. You know, so that's a that's a difficult kind of a dick move. It's a bit of a dick move. Yeah. Hey, on a uh, more, uh, on a happier, slightly happier note, uh, related, slightly related, uh, Burlington has become the first city to get all its re- 
electricity from renewable resources. We produce as much as we use, if not more. I heard that. I don't know if it's true. It seems unlikely. Right? Don't we use coal-fired plants? No, I don't think so. Are we using a... Well, well, we're buying our energy from that uh, water... uh, Hydroelectric. And and we also get some from NRG, who has a field of solar panels. I mean, that'd be great if it were true, but it seems really unlikely. I know, doesn't it? It sounds too good to be true. And also, hydro's got its problems. But I've heard it. I've heard it from two separate news sources. Oh, well, and I was, you know. I was, I was surprised. I mean, like, <clears throat> it sounds very talking pointish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm happy if that's the case. I got to do more research to get back to you on this because, I, I mean, I, mean not, I just, I heard it from two different places, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, maybe it is. I mean, I'm maybe not, I'm not doubting your statement. I'm just skeptical by nature, and yeah, and I, I think that you know, as nice as that is, I think there's probably problems with hydro the way. Quebec is producing it as well. You know, they're flooding. Right. Well, I mean, like, it's easy to say, like, hey, we get all our energy from renewable resources now. Uh, We just have to skin the baby seals to make the solar panels, and away we go. (laughs) Yeah, it's a shame. You know, it's the baby seal's own fault, really. Yeah, for being so energy efficient. We're being super conductive. Yeah, well, we need the we need the leather to yeah. to coat the panels. Well, you got to make shoes to get up there. Yeah, to, to glove them. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna go up there in your Oxford. <laughs> yeah, I think it seems seems dubious. Well, I mean, you know, hooray! I mean, and, and you know, to be honest with you, lots of. I mean, I I think. You know, as a as a uh, human on the planet. Well, as a you know, as a supporter of the free market. Right. I think that because I bring, I think that ultimately brings the most good to the most people. Right. Um, and I don't think we have an especially free market right now, but but I, I am a supporter of the free market. Free-ish. <clears throat> um, I forgot where I was going. As a supporter of the free market. Well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, uh, I can't, I, I, I can't remember. Boy, that train of thought got derailed. You know what happened? My cell phone beeped. Beeped. And I was like, ooh. Totally fucking shot my brain. Who wants to talk to me? It's, it totally, well, I'm thinking something's going on at the store. Mm. Oh, right. See? Which it, which it may be. No, it's, uh, Jay Blum. Oh, okay. He's returning those, you know, those group texts. You're not hearing it on my phone because I set that to silent. <laughs> I still get the text, but it doesn't like right. do anything. It doesn't beep you. Yeah. Except for the first one, right? The well, the first one, but then you gotta, you know, you go in and you turn it off. Oh, you turn it off as you get the text. Well, I mean, like you get the first text, and then you go into the settings, and you turn off notifications. Or you turn off, you say silent mode or whatever. Right. And you flick the little switch, and then you still get the text. They still pop up on your phone, uh-huh. but it doesn't go beep, 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 and it doesn't vibrate. So nothing, that's only nothing for group happens. texts. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think you can do it for you can do it for individuals too. No, no, I know, but you know, but yes, but I I ch- I've chosen only to do it on this one. Oh yeah, good. Yeah. 
it's working out for me. Hey, speaking of uh, cool things you can do with your iPhone, uh, I'm excited about the Apple Watch. Going to be getting one of those. <laughs> I will be the really jailbreaking. I, I wasn't will... a good enough, ex- uh, an exciting enough adventure for you. Well, you know, jailbreaking was fun, and uh, I learned a little bit. But uh, but I would like to. Uh, I think I'd like to get the watch. Watch looks cool. Lots of cool stuff you can do with a watch. But then you're suddenly wearing a watch again. I was so happy to break away from the watch. Uh, you know, I was happy to break away from the watch, but I'm also... Well, first of all, my phone's fucking huge. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I mean, let's not... Let's not mince words. This, this yeah, is yeah. a big motherfucking phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah. And, uh... And it's a bit of a pain in the ass to pull out of my pocket all the time. Sure, sure. Uh, to check text messages and, you know, read emails and all that stuff. And that's all stuff I'd be able to do with the watch. Sure. You know? So you're saying... If and don't get me wrong. I see the irony <laughs> in now I've gotten another super small a device watch. to compensate for my super big device. Right. Uh, when I could have just gone with the smaller device in the first... Anyway, I'm not... Anyway... Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but uh, but I think I'd like to give it a shot. See, you know, and how much are they? They're gonna start at three hundred and fifty. Holy cow! Yeah, that's a lot of bucks. That's like another phone. Uh, it's a half phone. Yes, is a. I've done the calculations. <laughs> it is a half phone. And they don't give you. You can't sign a contract and get that fucking watch for free. No, you buy the watch, but you don't need. You don't. It's not like you pay extra. On your phone bill, no, I or know. anything like that. You know, it's, know. it's an accessory. It's a, you know, it'd be like getting yeah. a, an iPad or whatever. What's a Rolex cost these days? Uh, about five grand. Oh, that much? Yeah, five ten grand. You know, depending on which one you get. That's a lot of money. Yeah. You know, I was watching, uh, I was watching that Seinfeld internet show, uh, comedians in cars getting coffee. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he had Louis C.K. on and Tina Fey. At the same time? No, two different episodes. Oh, okay. But they both made a reference to sitting down and, at a writing session, being invited to a writing session right. by Chris Rock. And at the end of the session, he gave, you know, first of all, he, you know, they put him up in a, they got a hotel or conference room or something like that in a hotel. Right. And uh, had great food catered in. Right. You know. And got all these writers together uh, to, and at the end of it, he gave them all a Rolex <laughs> engraved with, uh, you know, something like uh, "Thanks a lot, motherfuckers," <laughs> something, something like that. Uh, so, uh, but but Tina Fey was uh, commenting on the fact that she would have loved to have been at the engravers, right? When he went in and you know said, "I want these Rolexes engraved with." Thanks a lot, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those are, uh, those are expensive watches. Really? Five grand a piece? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And they, yeah. How many did he have to give out? You know, he had a group of writers. It's pretty fucking baller he, move. He, he, had, he had a group of writers there. <laughs> say there was eight writers or something like that. I mean, let's, yeah, let's not even say that it was five grand. Let's say there was like two. Let's say he went cheap. You know, he, he got, got a the bulk, very got a bulk discount. Yeah, yeah got a very basic Rolex. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, still, I think those things are. You know who'd be able to tell us the answer to this question? Andrew Stickney. He'd know exactly how much a Rolex costs. That matters to him, right? D- yeah, down to the dollar. Really? Huh? Yeah, he would know. 
And why does that matter to him? Uh, he just he likes to know what the, fine, the finer things in life cost. Is Rolex, Rolex a finer thing in life? It is a... It's just a big fucking ugly watch. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I see them. They don't look beautiful. They're not beautiful. No, I, I don't I don't like the way they look either, but I'm a very, you know, like... They make equally nice watches that I do like that are just as expensive, you know? His, uh, I remember his favorite watch was a Petit Philippe. I, re- I remember that very vi- vividly. A who what? A Petit Philippe watch. Okay. That was, uh, was going to be his... I think he said he was going to... was going to be his signature status, status symbol? Well, yeah, he, was, he said he was going to oh. buy himself one. Damn. He said he was going to buy himself one as he, uh, when he earned his first million. Uh, that was going to be his like little reward to himself. Oh, hang on, Jesus hang on, hang on. Christ. Sorry, we got, uh, we got emergency vehicles uh, flying by here. I noticed the cop who's right ahead of us is not like... He's not like, mm, maybe I should go check that out. <laughs> just, uh, just nothing. You know, I think he wasn't invited to the party. Way to go, asshole. He, Look at that fucking jackass move into my lane. You think he was uh, You think he was on his like, radio? He's like, you guys uh, need me to blah, blah. And they're like, no... Bill, <laughs> just—I I think it's more than just that. Just keep patrolling the area. It's fine. You know, I think what the deal is. Yeah, we all stop on the circle. That's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a bunch of bozos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I think they hear what's going on. Like so, you know, his he's hearing what they're talk, you know, them talking back and forth to each other. Right. And if he's not dispatched to the thing, then he doesn't go to the thing. Sure. Do you think? <laughs> but you don't think there's a little bit of he's like, uh, I got nothing going on, guys. You sure you don't need a hand? Well, well, maybe if he's lonely and needy. Yeah. Which a lot of cops seem to be sometimes. Yeah. You think they pull you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why I pulled you over? Because you're lonely and you've never been with another man. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> yes. You know whose joke that was? Whose? That was uh, Louis. Uh, Louis. Louis. Uh, Louis, the fat guy. Okay. You know. I know. I know about? who you're talking you know about. about? Yeah. Louis, Louis Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Pretty good joke. Yeah. <laughs> I like, uh, I think it's, uh, oh shit, I can't remember his name, so I won't say it. <laughs> all right. I, I can't properly credit him. That's therefore, all right. Yeah. Well, uh, he has this joke, uh, shit, I wish I could remember his name, but he has this joke where he says uh, the cop pulls him over and he was driving through Missouri or something like that, and he's speeding through Missouri, and, uh, and the cop pulls him over and he says, uh, do you know how fast you're going? He's like, yeah, I was trying to get up to 88 miles per hour so I could get back. 1985. <laughs> I always like that one. Uh, yeah, I like uh, Judy Tenuta. You remember her? Uh, she was yes. married to Emo Phillips. Married to Emo Phillips? I think Who so. could be married to that? Uh, who weird could be married to Judy, Judy Tenuta? She was pretty weird herself. Okay. Uh, but anyway, she, she had a joke about being pulled over by cops in the South. Yeah. And she said the cop comes up to the car and says, uh, uh, Missy, uh, uh, you know the difference between the North and the South? 
And she said, yeah, in the north there's like cutoff age for sleeping with your parents. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that one. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about before? Watches? Uh, watches, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> before all before the emergency derailed. vehicles. That's right. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, Petit Philippe. It's like a $10,000 watch, I think. And, uh, Andrew said he was going to get himself when he made his first million. Yeah, okay. Seems like a waste of $10,000 I know. your first million. That's what I thought. Like, uh, why not just buy yourself a nice car? You know, at least, I feel like I'd get more use out of a nice car. A watch is a watch, you know? You get a fucking Swiss Quartz Timex, and you're fine. Uh, yeah, and you meet. Uh, you know if Chris, you're gonna Chris wa- Angel or who's that other street comedian one time you're gonna <laughs> lose it it's gone <laughs> yeah uh, but I mean but I mean like you like if you're gonna wear a timepiece as a timepiece okay that's all it's gonna do it's gonna tell time why would you well, fall out of control <laughs> it, it also has the date Oh, well, that's worth the other nine thousand nine hundred and sixty-five dollars. You know, I don't get it. it, To me, it's purely a status symbol. Sure. And and I hate. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, I was just saying I hate things that are purely status symbols. Right. You know, because they just that that sort of uh, what do you call it? Conspicuous consumption bothers me because it seems wasteful. Like there's so many other you can get a you can get a really really nice watch. What do we got going on here? We got a you can get a really nice watch for a really nice watch for a couple hundred bucks. Right. And then you've got and you then know, you've got a five thousand. <laughs> well, <coughs> I mean you know it's like it's also I guess a piece of jewelry you know like it's all made out of gold and diamonds. Not and, a big fan of jewelry. Yeah, me neither. Again, uh, uh, as, what do you call it? An artifact of cons- conspicuous consumption. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get to work All and right. consume.